I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Absolute Radio. It's Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio podcast time again. And I'm here with uh, Gareth and... Oh, no, it's not Emily. It's Laura Solon this week. (sighs) Difference. Yeah, because Emily has lost her voice. And I've got a voice. And you've got a voice. You've actually found hers. Now, Laura Solon, because she speaks, got the job. Yeah. I've never been so proud. (laughs) So, um, of course, it's always this thing, this is the odd thing, Laura, you won't know, is that we do the introduction to the show after we've done the show. So we know what the show was like, but mm. we have to sort of build it up. Um, I think that's the system, isn't it, Gareth? Yes. And try not to try not to do any punch, like, give away any punch. Oh, no, we're not going to give any punch. We're looking like I was going to give away one of your punchlines. Or punch spoilers, lines. no. No spoilers, no. No spoilers. So, yeah, so uh, so Laura sat in today. Um, she she was great, wasn't she? She was, she was good. Oh, good. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's a, there was a terrible sadness about Emily not being here, yeah. but no, Laura's fantastic. Yes. You're talking as if she's died. She's only got a sore throat. She'll be back. Well, you were talking as if she yeah. was I said she die. could die, but that's true of any <laughs> one of us before, you know, by next week. Who knows what's around the corner? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and... Uh, Saturday morning! It is Saturday morning, or as they say in Japan... Do you be go go? Yeah. And um, first news is I'm not here. I know I always say I'm here with Emily and Gareth, but I'm not here. I'm here with Gareth and Laura this morning. Hello. So good morning, Laura. Good morning. And uh, yeah, Emily has lost her voice. I saw Emily yesterday and she said, I don't think I can do the show. And uh, <laughs> I thought this is going to be highly impractical. Right? <laughs> she brought in all these semaphore flags and everything, but I said, you know, on radio, ridiculous. So I have got a message. She did send a message. I'm going to read this out. I feel like, like one of these lawyers standing outside a courtroom <laughs> after a case. Dear Frank and Gareth and all our lovely listeners, notice you're already excluded, yeah. Laura. There's a little bit of, little bit of jealousy going Tension. on. Tension. Yeah. Uh, I can't be with you today as I have eloped with Foxy Bingo. We've, we've gone to start a new life in some bins behind Harrods. I'm lying, I'm sitting at home having lost my voice. It's not even a rasp anymore, it's a Mark E. Smith vocal. We'll let that pass. Mark E. Smith, in case you don't know, is a lead singer of my favourite band. Anyway, hoping the show is an absolute triumph. I don't know if that's a pun or not. Not on triumph, obviously. Uh, well, a triumph overwhelmed by a haunting sense of unbearable loss. Missing you and love you all lots, M. And then there's three kisses. So I'm guessing one of those are for you, yeah. Laura. That's nice. We should yeah. say it's Laura Solon and not Laura, my wife, because my wife's called Laura. Oh, yeah, and you do mention her a lot. It's Gareth and Laura. Yeah, we was a bit pushed at the last minute, so Gareth <laughs> just brought his wife in. And now with the news, Gareth's baby. And then we just go over, over to the news and it goes. Absolute radio. I mean, that would be Rob. You can't run a station like that, like some sort of corner shop with the family all working there. Rubbish. So anyway, welcome, uh, Laura, to our world. Thank you. You have have been a guest. I was a guest a few weeks ago, wasn't I? Yeah, well, I mean, we very much recommend you as a... uh, Not recommend you, but we we come to think of you as a... uh, Friend of the show! Yeah. 
So it's it's good to have as, as Frank did that. He had a sword that he rested on Laura's shoulders. Yeah. As he did that, that's what we do. Is that a name, Laura Shoulder? <laughs> Laura Sal. Yeah, Laura Sal obviously is, is a famous comedian in her own right. Are you a comedian or a comedienne? I, d- I don't like the word comedienne. Oh, God, she started already. I, knew she <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know why. Or do you think of yourself as a comedy actress? I don't, I don't really think. I have to ask myself what I actually yourself. do. I spend, it's like what you spend most of your time doing. Is that your job? Yeah, and I, I think, think so. I spend most of my time watching CSI. <laughs> okay. Is that a job? No, I'm not paid to do it. I bet it's somebody's job. It, it could be my job. I'm really good at it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, today I'm giving you a side job. Yeah, so hobby. We're, we're very, very, hobby. We're very happy to have you. Is it, if we're told that it's unpaid. That's good. That's <laughs> You're 50, giving me two, then, two cups of tea. That's three quid. <laughs> it is in central London, for those of you listening in the rest of the world who think that's an exaggeration. You wouldn't get two cups of tea for three quid in central London. No. You get a tea factory. Outside of London. Yeah, right? exactly. A small tea factory. So, um, <laughs> we started off, we, we, have, we have a look through the papers in the morning to see if there's anything interesting. And Laura was straight in. I mean, she started, she hit the floor. Well, running. it was on the front cover of the paper. <laughs> yeah, that helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you open any papers? No. No, okay. No, well, I just tend we'll to look to, at the front. We'll That's have to talk about your research skills. <laughs> That's where the important point. things are <laughs> okay. on the front. And it's a, it's a pun. Well, it's not really a pun. It's on the front of the sun, and there's a picture of of Tess Daly in in underwear, and mm. it says it's strictly tum shrinking. Yeah, you see, I'm not. I'm I not don't think that should have been on tum, the front. So it's, uh, it's supposed to be a pun with it's strictly, strictly cum dancing. dancing. Yeah, well, strictly, strictly cum, strictly Tom. I'm happy with that so far. <laughs> so far, yeah, so that's good. pretty good. But you've got to really shrinking. rhyme it with dancing, yeah. more yeah. or less. And I, I, there aren't that many. I mean, Lance. Yeah. If only she was having it lanced. <laughs> yeah. If there was some, it was, if it was an article about yes, yeah, horrific boils. <laughs> that would have been. Would it be on the front? Would she be in a bra? If that was the story. Oh, I Should think so. she be in a bra? If that was the story. Well, I think you want to lighten the load of the, the pus-filled postules with a bit of uh, lingerie. That's what I always do, certainly. Absolute <laughs> radio. So we were just talking about um, the pun on the front of this morning's Sun newspaper, which is what is it again, Laura? It's strictly tum shrinking. <laughs> yes, and it's a picture of Tess Daly in a bikini, and we thought that we uh, we would ask our very very clever listeners, of which there are many, to come up with a better headline for that picture. Mm. So it's Tess Daly in in underwear. Is that? But she's lost weight after yeah. her baby, and she's now got an underwear job modelling okay, and so they're trying to make the point that she's lost weight the baby weight yeah but yes and she, and obviously she works on Strictly Come yeah. Dancing with Bruce so I thought I thought as she's in underwear it could be it could be Strictly Tom Pantsing that's better pants that's already spelt. better yeah yeah or if you don't like her you know some people don't like her it could be Strictly Come Rancid <laughs> That's a bit harsh. Well, you know, I'm on it. I'm on it. I, I think she's. If attractive. I looked like her before I had a baby, I'd be quite pleased. But she's yeah. had a baby and lost all the weight. No, it's. Looks, uh, that, it, I'm, oh, really I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. How about I've got um, Tess's jowls? <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, she don't really have jowls, so does she? But I mean, it's worth, put, it's worth putting it in anyway. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, normally they're very good, the ponds in the, uh, in the, in the sun. But um, today. As a day, everyone has an off day. I think mm. this is their weekend. Yeah, people it's in. been a long week. Yeah, for, it's the B team. Yeah, exactly. The A team are on a break somewhere, yeah. getting some winter sun. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, there's nothing as good as Tessa Gels kicking around. <laughs> 
Um, Gabby's texted in, said if Ray Winston were to appear on the headline, it would be scum dancing. Strictly yes. scum dancing. Yeah, that's but I, think, I think changing the photograph <laughs> is... <laughs> <isn't>, <laughs> that's a bit of a cheat. In any he caption have, competition, that's a cheat. He wouldn't have the lingerie contract, no. though. So it'd be a different kind of story. He would look yeah. different to yeah. um, Tess Daly, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I think so. I for think emphasis. that's true. I think, yeah, you, you never hear anyone say, well, I can't decide who I fancy most, <laughs> Tess Daly or Ray Winston. <laughs> no. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. As always, our, our magnificent listeners have not let us down. We've had, we've had loads of these uh, ponds. We're asking... Uh, people to text on eight twelve fifteen. there's a picture of tess daly on the front of the sun this morning in in her underwear and uh, the headline is strictly tom shrinking which we, we just don't think it doesn't work does it's it not work. a good enough like so we think that our listeners can improve on that have they done so yes um we've got some people haven't put their names do put your names on so we can read it out i'm um, strictly bum prancing <laughs> I like I like that <laughs> very good one. Um, I think my one of my favourites is what about strictly mum fasting? <laughs> <laughs> Much better. The sun will be the sun will want everyone's addresses for this. <laughs> be Could be a nice themselves. part-time job for somebody. L- Laura, no, we've got, got two got two people of, of Paul from Essex and anonymously have said less daily, which I thought was That's good. That's clever, yeah. And then someone who hasn't put their name has said Tess of the Girdlevilles and then put maybe <laughs> not afterwards. I think maybe yes. No, I, I like Tess of the Girdlevilles, <laughs> even though there's no girdling. You know what they mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's good Rob Dale has said, idea for headline, Daily Tum's Gone. <laughs> <laughs> As in Daily Tum's <laughs> <laughs> a pun on Daily Thompson. I mean, there is, there is, there is, that's a diner. That's like people who, who, who thatch cottage roofs. I mean, that, there's no Daily Thompson puns that's left, hardly. Oh, marvellous. Well, that's completely made my day. But anyway, so that, those are the ingredients. Um, Tessa, Tess Daly had a baby, and then she's lost a lot of weight, as celebrities always do after they've had a baby. Mm. How do they do it? I just don't know. Or indeed, care. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and also speaking of glamorous celebrities, uh, Pamela Anderson. It, Pamela Anderson, actually, is also in the... She's in the sun today and she looks... She's just got like a vest and pants on. And you know when you live in an area and a local middle-aged woman goes m- mad... And someone says, oh, God, I saw Mrs Anderson out today, just in her pants and a vest in the garden. Oh, God, did you? That's what it looks like. It, I mean, she's advertising uh, killing whales or something. Not advertising <laughs> killing whales. That was obvious. Kill whales, it says. And then there's a phone number where you can go on a holiday. Seal cup, is it? No, it's, an, it's anti Sort killing. of breakdown chic is what she's wearing. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, yes. Uh, but, yeah, so she's in the paper. Uh, and I know people really fancy Pamela Anderson and stuff. But I, I've met her a couple of times, mm. and I, I interviewed many, many people in my career when I was a chat show host, and she was the, about the only one who I really didn't like very really? much at all. She, she wasn't secretly intelligent. And no, no. If she was, she was very secretly, <laughs> secretly <laughs> to the point of, I mean, complete <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> no, but she had a cold, had coldness about her. Mm. Oh no, she'll be on Question Time next thing we know. <laughs> Well, yeah. she had um, 
she had it was a story in the paper about her like getting her house done up having no money left yeah she has got no money left because she's had her house done up and um partly it was because she'd had tiling done and what was the tiles it made was of? in platinum of her swimming pool and she said as if you need to say it because you know tiling a pool in platinum is very expensive <laughs> yeah well i didn't know that but i'd guess <laughs> i would imagine you, you think that's going to if you were secretly intelligent you might not no, exactly. <laughs> Very secret. I've never thought about. I don't have a pool for a start off, and uh, if I did, I don't think I'd tile it in platinum. It wouldn't be my first thought. Absolute radio. So you had a bit of a, an interesting gig this week, didn't you, Gareth? I, I feel did. I'm leading you into this, but I, I, I like your gig stories. It was one of those things where um, they, I was supporting an act doing their sh- like an hour show that they did at Edinburgh. And um, they hadn't told anyone there was going to be a support act, so I was surprised. But the main act was the Scottish falsetto sock puppets, which is... The Scottish falsetto sock puppets. Yes. So it's a guy who goes behind a tartan stage... Yeah. And does a puppet show with two sock puppets. Oh, so it is. It is what it says. On yeah, the it's team. exactly what it says. Say what you say. No, no, yeah. no. It's I exactly it what it is. <laughs> Thank you. We've got Roy Slow Talker Walker. <laughs> Just say what you see. <laughs> and um, and I th- it was that thing that when I came on, people just looked at me and went, "Well, you're not a sock puppet." Either sock I noticed tech- that about you when yeah. I met you for the first well, time. Well, people do. Well, that was the I first thing it. I thought. I wouldn't say I noticed it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> After a couple of meetings. About show three. A growing I'm sense of disappointment. A <laughs> it's not a sock puppet. That must be the drains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you, yeah, so they didn't even know there was going to be a support. So people no, had turned didn't. up to... Why are they called falsetto sock puppets? Do they all well, speak because like... they speak like this and this, yeah. OK, very, I see. Very high voices. OK. And it's, it's very funny. It's a very <laughs> funny show, but um, and it was quite. It was quite. Shut it, Laura. She honestly, she comes on that. here and straight away she's mocking my voices. Now listen, be nice to <laughs> I Laura. Can't do a you know, Jackson, I know it's fine. You know what it's like when you're a new kid at school and all that. I won't have a. Pizza. I know what it's like when I'm a new kid at school. It's like every day on this radio show. <laughs> well, I have never. <laughs> Absolute radio. We've had some more. In case you don't know, there was a picture of Tess Daly on the front of uh, the Sun in in her underwear, and we weren't happy with the headline, which was uh, strictly Tom Tom shrinking. Strictly Tom shrinking. It gets worse every time. Yeah, it does. I couldn't believe it couldn't be that because it doesn't rhyme. Yeah, strictly Tom shrinking. So we asked people to improve on it, and they have generally. Yes, Patrick from London, and I think this really is is amazing. For those sun-reading Thomas Hardy fanatics... We should point out, by the way, that she's, the idea is she had a baby and, mm. and she's lost all that weight. She's lost weight, whole, yes. Yeah. Um, Thomas Hardy fanatics, Tess off the burger meals. I mean, that's actually That should win something. Yeah, yeah. that is. That's, that's Tess beautiful. off the burger meals. And he even put B apostrophe <laughs> ergo meals. Oh well, that, I mean, I mean it's, it's incredible. It's that you can't, I don't think you can improve on that. That 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 is really sensational. It's really good. See, mine sounds. I thought daily rations would have been daily rations. Yeah. Oh, day. Yeah. <laughs> no, what are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> well, it took me you a while to get that with a bit of contempt in your voice. It's not, it's not test of the I, burger I, meals, I, I realise yeah. that, but I'm just trying to join in. I mean, just pick on me, you've got a new friend now. See, Emily, she was my rock 
She was my. It was good. It was good. It was good. But I just think after test, it's good, but it's not great. That's all you were going to say. Yeah, I was actually. Oh, sorry, you were going to say. No, I wasn't. I thought for a terrible moment I jumped in on your joke. A lot of people are talking about um, the whole Cheryl Cole, Whitney Houston mm. thing on yeah. X Factor. I know not everyone watches X Factor, but even if you don't watch X Factor, you must know about that because Cheryl Cole premiered, I say premiered, her new single. Mm. Uh, which she did, I think she did sing. Did she sing live in the end? Yeah. She was dressed like a Turkish postman pat. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> Do you know what she I mean? Was, yeah. It was her trousers. Yeah, well, you mean, you mean she time. was scabbing? <laughs> she should have been on strike. And you uh, could see her gusset. Oh, good. Now, whether you can say gusset <laughs> on absolute That's this time of the month. That's part gonna, of tights. I'm going to look that up. Hold on a minute. We've got the absolute <laughs> manual here. You carry on talking. Let me see now. It's not a rude word. Okay. No, okay. No, it's Only a, you made it rude. Yeah, you're right, I did. Yeah, you could, I don't I didn't see her gossip and personally. I was I think that probably because at that point I was only looking through the cracks between my fingers. Yeah, but I thought it was a bit sad watching Whitney cuz she's a, a legend of singing and I thought it looked a bit like she'd been out the night before fallen asleep in the park. Yeah. And they'd woken her up and turned her upside down and used her to rake leaves just before they put her on the stage. Yeah. It's Whitney. a bit dishevelled, yeah. Well, Whitney, to be fair to her, has been a bit knocked about over the years, yeah. I, I believe. She's had so. a colourful life. She's sort of been yeah. out for the last 4,000 nights. Yeah. That's yeah. Sort of yeah. Well, like cold that. for some yeah. of them. I like the fact she was a bit balmy on it. Yeah. I like stars. Who, mm. Like, and he said, what do you think about... Um, what's he called? Eamon Dunphy said... Um, not Eamon Dunphy. What's he called? Seamus O'Leary. Dermot. Dermot O'Leary. Dermot O'Leary. Eamon Dunphy is an Irish football writer. He used to play for Millwall. <laughs> but, you know, you know what I mean. He said, what do you think about the other acts, you know, the acts on the show? And she, I thought she'd got notes on the stage. She started yeah. really looking at the floor like he'd, like he'd told her off. <laughs> she didn't look like she knew who she was, let alone whether no. she was on a show with other oh, people. Oh, poor Whitney. <laughs> So I'll tell you what we were talking about. A friend of mine went for a job interview and uh, she sat down. You know, people are always a bit nervous at an interview. And the woman said, OK, what's your brand? Wow. Now, what do, you, what do you say to I, that? I would... And you're supposed to have a sentence that sums you up. Your strap line. Yeah. Slogan. Yeah. And I, kind of something that communicates your essence who you are in a very short amount of time how people can identify with you on a mass scale (laughs) yeah it communicates your human essence is what Mm. it does your soul yeah and and, and it's supposed to be I suppose it's supposed to be things like gets things done (laughs) in a with a laugh or something like that just do it yeah just do it that kind of thing yeah uh, mine, I was thinking, I would love, in a case like that, because this is a super corporate person, say, OK, what's your brand? I would love to have said, leaving the party early, having spoken to no one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just to see their reaction, because that, to, in many ways, is my brand. What would your brand be? Do you think? It's, a t- it's a tough question. It is a, it is a, maybe Gareth. Richards. <laughs> yeah, no, you see what you've done there? <laughs> no, That's your name. You've mistaken, That's your name. Yeah, you've mistaken the, the word name with the word brand. Speaking of names, we've got Andy Parsons coming in soon, which is exciting. So, um, mm. yeah, you, you need... Gareth to... Richards, late for work. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That'll do it. 
Go I like that as well because it has got a sort of spiritual expanse <laughs> yeah. in a way you are in many ways late for work if you know what I mean Gareth Richards what he'll be like where he'll be in five years now <laughs> <laughs> hold on a minute I'm going to help you with that well, that just sounds like one psychopath. Yeah, yeah it just well, killed something. To, uh, to yeah. me, I take my laughter where I can where I can get it. So yeah, so and then, in fact, they do a similar thing on Absolute Radio with um, with you have to, they have a thing what you call liners. I don't know if you've ever heard these adverts on on the radio, but it, it's that bloke who used to be in uh, Garth Marenghi's hmm. dark place, Matt something. Matt yeah, Holden. and he's, 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 so he's a sort of no, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and then he says something that's supposed to some. You know, it says things like it doesn't get any better than this. It's that <laughs> kind of thing. So. Um, I thought it could be Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. The sound of laughter seeping from a small sailing boat as it heads towards the unforgiving waterfall. That's quite poetic. What do you think? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think it seems to sum up the show. Yeah, well, we, uh, we had a thing before. I thought Frank Skinner show a brief period of mourning. So that would be yeah, good. good. Morning, one. morning. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. It's, it's very clever. Absolute Radio. Andy Parsons is in the studio. So... Hey, thanks for looking up. Sorry, we never did the whoop thing. No, no, well, I wasn't sure whether I was allowed to speak then, because you said I was in the studio, but you didn't necessarily say that, you know... No, you're... Hold on, hold on. I'm not happy with that. Here we go. No. Are you happy with that now? Is that... (laughs) Andy Parsons has arrived. So, um... I've got my headphones on now. I could actually hear what that was. Yeah. Yeah. Headphones are much easier without hair, aren't they? Well, in some ways, but I'm never sure whether to have them both on like that, or yeah. whether just have one off, you know, and slightly askance. Yeah, you've gone a bit DLT 1969, <laughs> you've gone with I, yours. I don't remember what he looked like. No, well, he's, he, he always used to have, like, one... I think one he, on had, he had one on and one off, so he could Maybe he had one really big ear, and he just couldn't get it over. Or, or some sort of uh, terrible sore on that one. That <laughs> yeah. Couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I am, is, that wouldn't be surprised. Is that why he's not DJing anymore? <laughs> I think, no, it's the whole side of his head has gone. <laughs> the side of his head just looks like a squashed raspberry. <laughs> Anyway, um, Andy, Andy, you're on, you're on tour. Are you on tour at the moment? I am, yeah, yeah. No, I've been, you know, on and off. Uh, there was uh, a little break from up the week in the middle and then uh, back on for about another three weeks. So it's yeah, been most of the year, you know, going around. So are you, are you somewhere tonight? I am at Joys of Swansea tonight, so, uh, yeah. OK, so off to Swansea down, after this. Heading down the M4, that's it. So if you want to see... Is there any tickets left tonight, do you know? I think... Uh, well, we, we're full, I know that much, yeah, but I think so. there might be... The, but there's always... There's always the sells out, is there? There's always, like, three singles. Well, I like. think also because, as I'm sure your management do, they, they save a few for themselves because they always think that, you know, ten might want to come from management to Swansea, yeah. and nobody ever does. So the, no. there's always the odd one available. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I always say, you know, I don't have that many friends, but they, they keep, like, ten tickets back. It's they crazy. suddenly think that maybe some Hollywood producer is going to turn up in Swansea and going to go, I need ten tickets tonight. Mm-hmm. And then if there's none left, it'll you know, be the one opportunity you had. Yeah, um, if it, honestly, if that happened, I'd yeah. be prepared to assassinate ten men to the audience <laughs> to just get him in with his emperor. Yeah. Yeah, you just, could just chuck because, them out. Well, no, well, I'm just well, saying, yeah, but, don't have to kill yeah, them. I don't want people seats. bad-mouthing me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you could just sit in, sit in by the side of the stage afterwards, though, couldn't you? Oh, you and your liberal attitudes, you like, let's just get rid of them people. <laughs> They're standing between me and a Hollywood film career, and I'm supposed to be sympathetic. How would you decide, though, which ten to do? Well, I'd just ask. I'd ask him to pick any place in the, the auditorium seats. he wanted. Yeah, ten exactly. Seats. Yeah, I'd ask him where he wanted to sit, and that, then it's just pop. And off. if you then said, "What happened to those ten, Frank?" What would you? 
He'd be impressed. As you wipe the blood off your, yeah. sh- your shirt. Oh, well, I wouldn't do it myself. Take me to those ten people. I want to thank them personally for letting me have their seats. Where are they, Frank? I want well, to go and talk to those ten. Well, did you see those bin liners by the door as you came in? God damn it! You British make me laugh! <laughs> That's what it would be like. Anyway, this is a this is a fantasy. It's, it's all going well, the tour. And uh, th- let's get all the plug-in in. Uh, uh, you've got a DVD. Got it early, and then we can just do whatever. Then we can talk like human beings yeah, about things. Yeah. So you, you've got a DVD coming out. That's it. That's that done. So well, uh, well, tell, us about that. <laughs> tell us about it. Or your management will say, well, Andy, you should have at least said what it was yeah, called. He's turned up and he's done nothing. All yeah. he did, he sh- shot ten members of his own audience. <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it comes out towards the end of November. It's okay. called Britain's Got Idiots. Right. And, and it's and my it, first one, and so uh, relatively exciting from that point of view. Yeah, and it's you doing stand-up. Yeah, we okay. did it at the Lyric uh, on Shaftesbury Avenue uh, a couple of weeks ago for Enjoyable. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Andy Parsons is with us in the studio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Gareth and with Laura Solon. We've got all sorts of people in today. In fact, Cathy, um, my girlfriend, her, her mum is in today yeah. as well. Sandy Mason. Hello, Sandy. Hello. Yeah, she's in. Would you bring her and just sit her in the corner? Well, it's quite interesting because when you're actually listening to the show before you actually come in, you can hear more than just Laura with a female laugh. There's like various other female laughs going on. And you're in not stereo. Quite sure. Well, that's it. Well, yeah. you're not sure whether Laura's running around the studio <laughs> having a little yeah. laugh at different points. Yeah, well, we did ask. That was I one got of the tired, conditions. so they brought in. <laughs> yeah, it's it. yeah, so yeah. Sandy come. Uh, Sandy, like, not, not so much a laugh as a sort of witch-like cackle, <laughs> I think, which we, we think's good in a... <laughs> Mix in the yeah, laugh, early know. Halloween stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. We're just <laughs> we're just warming them up. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you a sort of man who, who does anything for Halloween? No, good. No. So, uh, <laughs> so Mot the Week must have changed your life, Andy, because it, it's been uh, like the biggest comedy hit. It's massive, isn't well, it? Well, you know, it was, it was a slow burner, wasn't it? The first two series were pretty much under the radar. And, uh, and then the personnel changed a little bit, and uh, you know, for, for whatever reason, it seems to have. Uh, it's got seven series under its belt so far. Yeah, and two more to come at least. Aren't they? They've, they've, they've nailed down two for next year, yeah. so there'll be at least I think twenty-one weeks of mock the week next week uh, next year. Ne- next week, that'll be. That'll <laughs> be that's overkill, surely. <laughs> There's only so much topical stuff you can do, isn't there? <laughs> exactly. There's that'll only so great. many so many minor stories. Just I be wish. stories about your day. I but, wish yeah. they'd make the crossword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The weather. Yeah. And now, oh, it's not the week. Twentieth <laughs> <laughs> episode of the week. <laughs> It's a really mockable week this week. Yeah, <laughs> it really is a lot of You'd still be on the side trying to get to the microphone, <laughs> yeah. doing the jokes that you wanted to do 19 <laughs> weeks previously. Uh, you'd be doing jokes about Nick Griffin's distant relatives from a family <laughs> tree. You'd have done Nick Griffin day three. Uh, but it has, it's, it's a massive hit. It is. Yeah, you know, and, and you, you popped in. Uh, I did pop in, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you? I did. I did it once. Yeah. Some people have done it like twenty times and stuff. I, like I remember you, you you describing it to me afterwards as like being in a nuclear winter, not wearing a cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, it's an interesting thing because how does a cardigan protect you from radiation? Well, you haven't seen my cardigan. Oh, right. <laughs> it's lead. My lead cardigan. <laughs> Remember that song I, I, did, I brought out in the eighties about it? No, okay. Um, it causes me havoc at airports. I'll be honest with yeah. you. If I travel in the winter, absolutely.
Good radio. So Andy Parsons is with us here today. Andy, who is on tour at the moment, is in Swansea tonight. And, uh, and then got... next week heading off to Telford and then Southport. Oh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good stuff out there. And then finish up Croydon. Look, don't, don't start... These people are paying your wages, Andy they, they might have come from outside of Croydon to come into Croydon, though, might not they? I've gone... To, I went all the way to Croydon to see uh, Petula Clark once at yeah. the Fairfield Halls. And had you slag, slagged off her or Croydon beforehand? Oh, goodness, slagged off Petula Clark? <laughs> yeah, you out of your mind? <laughs> Downtown! <laughs> oh, no, I love Petula I didn't realise I'd set you up there for a little sing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And the DVD, I just want to emphasise, it's going to be out for Christmas. It's sort of end of November. Uh, that's the only way to do it, apparently. You've somewhere in the middle of November, bring it out for the Christmas market, and then obviously there's a glut of them come January. Yes, you see, I don't. Why don't people bring them out in like July? It's not like people go off comedy in the summer, is it? I suppose they're still available in July, aren't they? Yeah, they, but I mean, wouldn't it be great if you launch yours after everyone else's have been launched? It'd just be yours to buy, and then they'd sell even less because they weren't available for the Christmas market. Yeah, yeah but no, there's but a I downside to that plan. Yeah, I don't but, even buy Christmas presents anymore. But I mean, you know. Is that saying something about you? Most people do. No, I, I'm supporting the uh, the postal workers. <laughs> I'm not sending any cards or any press. Is that really supporting them, though? Because uh, surely they're paid by the wages of you sending post. Well, yeah, but they're on strike. Yeah, no, but when, when obviously, you know, they need to get paid <laughs> and, at some and point. And he's got a bit social. What <laughs> yeah. It's got political on us. Well, you told Good me it was my, my, la my last section. I thought, Are you going to do a speech? <laughs> <laughs> OK. Workers... <laughs> Yeah, the workers will be at work. It's no good talking to them now. It's 20 to 10 on a set. Oh, actually, they might have the weekend off. Certainly the postal strike as well. I think they're working today. Well, they, they? They, they, they go back to work today to find they've got 30 million extra letters they've got yeah. to do something with. And they're, they're overworked as it is. It's no... Oh, anyway, let's not dwell on it. I think... No, exactly. <laughs> you're quite right. Let's look on the brighter side of life. So, um, mock, of the, mock of the week. It's, mock of the week. Uh, <laughs> mock of the week is... Uh, you like, like, like to uh, throw in that extra. Yes. <laughs> the Mexican version of yeah. mock of the week. That is no, it's, it's the new um, coffee-sponsored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that comes back in January. Comes back in January and February. And, um, and 21 times a week. And no Frankie Boyle this time. So, supposedly not, no. No, I mean... He, Supposedly he, not, so is there a chance he might come well, back he, after he, all? He, when I was talking to him, he was definitely, you know, there was a, there was a chance he might come back for the, uh, for the odd one. You know, he didn't want to rule himself out completely. But, oh, uh, I see. I, I believe he's, uh, he's booked in for a bit of holiday come January and uh, he, he won't be doing those, no. Will you miss him, do you think? I'll miss him, yeah, no. I always used to, you know, like looking over to him and, uh, you know, knowing that he was about to do some stuff that could never go out, that the producer <laughs> was about to be furious about, that it was wasting five minutes of time and was about to really stink out the studio really badly yes, for about ten minutes. Only on, on this show we could offer an example of that, but we can't. <laughs> we just can't. But yes, he was uh, he was like having a small grenade in the corner of the studio. That's it. No, just this bleak bleakness would just come over and there would be that chill for a moment, wouldn't there? And then, you know, Russell would come back with a little bit of cuddly warmth and we'd be all, all OK again. Yeah, that, I think that's a fair summary. So, do you enjoy doing it? Because no. It... <laughs> <laughs> Three hours, it's just, you know, you just grind it out. I mean, most half an hour shows, for, you know, you do them in maybe an hour, yeah. maybe an hour and a quarter. We're there for three hours, as you well know, and it's a long, long three hours. It is a little bit. It's the closest I'll ever get to having fought on the Somme. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, because there's so many comedians there all trying to get there. Uh, well, that's it. Well, here you've got four, you <laughs> yeah. know, Rand, but at least you've got your own microphone. So, yeah. you know. You have you to d- race to it. Why, I always think, why can't they just take it in turns? Why do they have to, why do you have to race each other? Believe you me, every it? series I, I make that suggestion. <laughs> Could we not have a little light come up? And when your light's up, you walk to the microphone. What? But they, they're not keen on that. They I, like a bit of fighting. See, I find it unnerving when you watch it on the telly and somebody goes to step forward yeah, and then someone, and they have to go, but they have to go back well, to their plinth. Well, that's it. And we've had people trip up and all the rest of it. And you think, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's health and safety. And then if you rush, <laughs> rush to get there and forget what you were going to say. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes they put out the bit where you actually rushed up, forgot what you were saying, because it was funnier than what you actually did say, and then that ne- never looks good, does it? <laughs> no. no. That's no. always embarrassing. Well, you've, you've sold it very well for anyone who's <laughs> thinking of taking over from Frankie Boyle. <laughs> well, what I'm looking forward to is, though, that maybe Frankie has a sort of career change. Maybe in six months' time we see him on the front cover of The Sun, having lost a bit of weight. <laughs> <you know. laughs> now, what it, would that... In some new underwear that he's trying to model. <laughs> yes. But what would the headline be, of course? That's what we all want to know. Ooh. Oh. What, what I enjoyed Ooh. about the headline was, it, does it not say on the top of The Sun, does it not say, The Sun... Britain's most popular daily. Now, surely when you were looking that, you could have come up with something like The Tum, Britain's other most popular daily. Oh, well, oh. you see. But you're th- a pro, Andy. But you're thinking they've got it straight in front of them and the best they could do, Tum shrinking. Yeah. they need you on Speed Dial 1. But, <laughs> <laughs> but all the things the Sun have been criticised for over the years, it's, it's their ponning that's got a real good cane yeah. in today on this show. And that, that's because I expect that, that to be good. Usually they're brilliant, yeah. the ponning head. They, but they've even missed out on Vernon Hooray, which you'd have thought, you know, would, would have been, you know, he must You're have been boy. celebrating those You're pictures, boy. mustn't he? You're on a roll. Absolute Radio. Now, we've had, we've had some contact from our poddies. When I say our poddies, we, we get people who never listen to this show on a Saturday morning. I, I imagine that they've been drunk the <laughs> night before. Um, and then, so they listen to it on the podcast. And one, uh, w- w- one thing that we get is people saying, well, we, nev- we, don't, we can't join in, we want some interactivity. We, you know, I could say get up early, but I thought, no. <laughs> so we, we do these things we are talking about earlier on the show, where um, Matt Berry says, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. It's like an angel describing the death of Gandhi. And, or something that sums up the show, what the show's about. The essence of the brand of the show. Yeah, exactly. What's the brand? Yeah, exactly. So it's something that sums up the show. So we're gonna, what we'd like is people to email us, because we, we, we're fed up with trying to think of them. So they're things that, that, that sort of give the essential essence, our brand, if you like, what says, what, what, what you think of the show. Now, I know I'm giving you licence to say things like, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. It's the worst thing that's ever happened. Or something like that. But you can do those. We'll just ignore them. If they make you feel better, I don't care. But um, if if you do a good one, we'll um, we'll use it on the air, and then we'll give you a kiss. That's that's about it for this week, Laura. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I've it's, enjoyed uh, myself very much. It was open. I hope Emily gets better quiet. soon. Y- yes. Do you really? She's a lovely girl. Yes. Yeah, does that mean you don't want to come back under any circumstances? No, I do, but I, I don't want it to be at, at her illness. No, no. Of her illness. Well, no, well, we all. That's what footballers say when players get injured. You never believe it. Do you? No, but um, <laughs> no. We all wish Emily the very, very best, and please get well soon. But don't phone me up about the show because I just got to hold the phone and hear. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point in that? So, yeah, that's it. Thank you very much, Laura, Gareth, as always. Thanks, Sandy Mason, for coming in. My girlfriend's mum who's in the corner. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. <laughs> a bit of a feeble. She's gone to sleep. Yeah, exactly. She does fall asleep a lot. It's a bit like having a nice old cat. Good day to you. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
Absolute Radio.